0: Well, welcome. What we're going to be talking about uh, this week is love and respect. And uh, there was a fabulous book by that name. And in fact, there's a website also that you can go to, uh, loveandrespect.com, and uh, and it talks about the differences between men and wom- men and women, as if we didn't know already. However, What um, became really apparent when uh, my husband and I started applying this information was that uh, the concept that they talk about there of getting into what they call a crazy cycle. And that is that that when women have love withdrawn from them, then their natural response is to withdraw respect. And when men feel that respect has been withdrawn, then their natural response is to withdraw love. And so what can happen is that we get into this spin or this crazy cycle where we start to really spiral downwards. And so, you know, acknowledging that was happening within our own relationship and then having a look at quite a few of our friends or or colleagues or clients and acknowledging the fact that, you know, so many women had got into a place where they were disrespecting men and it was becoming quite a common sort of forum publicly as well as through the media that there was this disempowerment that was happening across the board and therefore women were actually being starved of love without recognizing that they'd started their own crazy cycle and so you know it didn't take very long for the mirror to get put up straight in my face and acknowledge the fact that you know at this point in time where we're at at the moment is that there's a lot of women becoming far more empowered and going out and achieving whatever success levels that they wanted to achieve and you know being able to place themselves in situations where they're in search of respect and so you know we would see it in um, in the business coaching world where these women were so dominant and so aggressive in their energy that, um, you know, men were certainly confused as to how to react and respond around these women. <laughs> and so we did a quick survey and had a, had a look around our clients and were amazed to see how many of the women were actually wearing the colour black. So these power suits black suits or, or black pants or black shirts or things like that and so we just did a little experiment and just really asked the women for the following 90 days to start to wear colors and ask the men to start to wear colors and start to get away from this black energy and to start to open up more to that feminine energy and the results were staggering and so what I want to talk about today is this fact of you know how effective this love and respect content is, but also the context in which you place within the background of your relationships to um, illustrate and to show, especially if you have children, you know, what are the basic necessities or the core needs of each individual. And for women, it's love. And so they've done a study that even if um, they said if, if men had to live in an isolated cave, never having any access to anyone else but had could contain their respect versus live on a planet where they had no respect given to them which would they choose and they chose the cave whereas women would live um, on the planet without respect as opposed to being in social isolation because they require love and so we're wired differently and it doesn't take too long for us to recognize as women even if even if we're looking for respect the respect actually signifies the fact that we're valued and we're loved. And so through reading this book, and I think his name is Eggolt, um so when you have a look for it, um, definitely worthwhile getting getting the book. But we started to understand how we could apply this in our own relationship. And the one thing that Kent um, really discovered was that respect was never the words that were spoken. Respect is a feeling. And so you know, ladies, when you're out there in public, what's really, really important is isn't that you might be, say, bagging your husband and he's just gone quiet, it's that he doesn't feel that he's being respected and therefore he will close down. And so he might not ever say anything, because he wouldn't know how to put that into words. But it's a very powerful thing when you understand how to maintain that respect with a male. And so Kent went through and actually defined it, and, so, uh, and he was sharing it with a whole bunch of our clients on, on Friday. And so I thought what I might do is just share what his insights were, as what it was to be felt that you were respected um, as a male. And the first one, uh, the keys with, when communicating with men, are in respect would stand for keep things relevant, okay, so keep to the facts. Men feel that they're being respected when there isn't a whole lot of fluff that is around the story. And so, you know, make sure that the information that you're giving is uh, is relevant and is up to date. The E in respect is for elevate. Elevate your man in public, okay, especially in public. And so if there's a way that you can promote or to be able to um use the good examples of stories of great things that have happened then that's going to add to that um, man's personal respect in fact all men if you can elevate all men in public you'll be doing yourself a huge favor the s is for supportive okay so take an interest in his dreams and his goals don't crush them Um, he was laughing saying that most of them never come to fruition anyway and so by being supportive what's it going to hurt anyway to listen listen him out and say yep that sounds like a great idea go for it honey I think that's a fantastic idea so being more supportive um, in the home front being more supportive business wise being more supportive um, for him to go out and achieve his dreams P in uh, respect is for to be proud words of affirmation and so acknowledging when something's come off and when something's been done really well is to say, I'm so proud of you for achieving that. Well done. Congratulations. And actually, you know, giving those words of praise in public is great, but in private is really important as well. And so that's that's another way that we can um, show respect. E is for to encourage, okay? encourage. Um, the next part of stretching towards those dreams and those goals. So words of encouragement as opposed to sarcasm, as opposed to cutting them down, as opposed to um, just having um, complacency around that or ignoring those, uh, those ideas. And so encouraging new ideas and things that are going to move forward is going to help in every different area. The C in uh, respect is for current, okay, so there's no point dragging up past arguments that you've had, um, past results that he's gotten, um, anything to do with the past actually. (laughs) It's important to be able to suspend um, any kind of judgment and to go from the now into the future. So get a now, present, future loop that's happening within your relationships with all men. Because if you keep things current, then it really shows that you're enabling um, a new behaviour pattern to to start to come come forward, and that is showing respect. T is for tolerant. Okay, men do stupid things. He was telling, he was telling things and and say stupid things, and then he a- ends that with a lot. They do that a lot, and so girls, as we're working with men and uh, working in our partnerships and in business is to recognise the fact that tolerance will get us a lot further because tolerance will show respect um, with men. And so, you know, just to understand that, you know, if things are being said and, and they seem stupid in the moment, it might be because we've pressed a hot button and for some reason that has been, that's dragged up something. So um, just to be more tolerant and it, remember it only takes one to break the crazy cycle. And so, you know, if you have a think about some experiences that you've had with your partner of late, where you may have withdrawn respect, or you may have spoken ill in public or, or within friends, then let's just have a look at the result that that's going to give you anyway. And it didn't take me long to recognize that I could go to a morning tea with girlfriends or you know a dinner or or whatever, and so many of them use that as an outlet to be able to share whatever problems that they were having um, within their relationships and and of course we all need those outlets but what I found was incredible is by me using my support network that were mentors that I wanted to be around and going and talking to them about our challenges and using my social networks just simply to listen and to offer advice I became one of those people that um, my friends would come to to say, well, you know, obviously you've got the perfect relationship. It just seems that the two of you, you know, have got it all together. Because I just stopped sharing anything that was disrespectful um, to any anybody about my relationship. And certainly with Kent, I'd lift him up and say how proud I was that he was achieving things and this is what he was doing. And, and it was it didn't take long at all. It was a very, very quick transition where people simply... Um, acknowledged the fact that, um, you know, wow, to have a relationship like that must be amazing. And so recognize the fact that you're always going to have things that you're going to be working on. But, you know, it's your project that you're working on and you use your coaches or your mentors or your support network of people who are going to lead you in the direction you want to go to and so they're the appropriate channels to be able to air any of those challenges with. And I guess it's old fashioned, we were always taught, you know, don't, um, don't hang your dirty laundry out for everybody to look for, or, or those types of things that we were told. And yet in this day and age where everything is so transparent you can get on YouTube and you can watch people live in their houses and you know, since Sylvania Waters and Big Brother and, and look at conflict right in, the, right in the face or watch soap operas where you know that kind of behavior is seen as quite normal. Um, it's bringing back this empowerment to, to men and this respect factor that is actually going to take your relationship to the next level. And the results that we've seen have clearly been unbelievably remarkable and the feedback we've got from men that are in these relationships is that they just feel a lot more confident within themselves. And so, you know, that's, that is a huge result and definitely one worthwhile pursuing. Now, what about you men? How are you gonna show love to women? And I think that this is, uh, this is, is so critically important when you're working together is that, you know, to get that balance right can often feel so challenging. You know, how, how as women do we feel when we're mothers, wives, as well as business partners? It can be very, very challenging to juggle all of these roles and feel competent at all times in all three of them. And so to be loved unconditionally is going to be a huge challenge across the board if you've got those three roles that you're juggling all at the same time. And so men, the L for love is to listen. And, uh, and the clue here that Kent wrote was listen with your eyes. How often is somebody in another room and we're talking to each other and you can't hear each other and you think that that person's heard but they haven't heard and so they haven't acknowledged it and then nothing gets done. And so, you know, women feel unappreciated. And so what's really important is that you take the time to sit down and to listen But to not do anything else, not multitask at all, to just sit and to listen with your eyes. And so that's the first, first little clue. And um, I know that just when Kent started to change his behaviour around this and I used to get home and and he would clear everything away and have 15 minutes where he'd make me a cup of tea and he'd sit down and how was your day? And he was available to sit and to listen and it blew me away it absolutely blew me away and he was actively listening he wasn't trying to fix things he wasn't trying to correct things he was just listening and uh, it just really did top me up and show me that um, what i was doing was a value and i was contributing and i really felt as if um, i was loved so it did work o in love is for offer so offer to do things so acts of service and it's incredible that um, you know, Kent will every week wash my car, vacuum it out, um, fill it up with gas, check the water, check the oil, whatever it is it needs doing with cars. Um, he's always there in terms of um, to be able to achieve things last minute when I've got appointments that I'm feeling quite hectic or take the kids out of the way, take them to the park, whatever is needing to be done. Now um, depending on how your relationship is structured, of who's the supportive person and who is the, the main income earner, the love will be shown in different ways. So obviously acts of service can happen by cooking a meal, uh, by rubbing, rubbing her feet, by giving her a back massage, by um, you know, taking the dry cleaning, whatever it can be that is um, offering to help. What is it that I could do for you today? That would make things easier and literally just offer but then the important thing is is to actually execute that (laughs) okay we did go through a phase where there was lots of offering happen happening but not a lot of follow through and so it'd be like do you want a cup of tea and i'd say i'd love a cup of tea and then half an hour later there was the tea bag sitting in the cup and i'd get up and put the kettle on and and he'd be like oh I'm so sorry I totally forgot to actually finish that task so um you know but laugh at each other it's it's the thought that counts that's what's really really important so as you're showing love the other one that you can do is uh, V is for value her opinions and input into things as opposed to um you know basically just discard them and then get the same advice from somebody else is to listen and to say oh, I really value that I'm going to take that on board okay and and use some of that information because if you're asking for help then obviously you need help and therefore taking on some of that advice is going to encourage to get more help later on but um, having that value felt um, is definitely a clear sign that women feel loved and valued is very very important and the E in love is to express emotions and feelings Okay, so knowing how to actually find, you know, that comfort zone within your relationship that you're actually able to express the fact that you love each other and to show each other in public that there's love there. And so the same thing, men, when you're you're talking to your friends, um, you know, about your wife, what are you saying? How are you expressing the emotions around that relationship? and just making sure that you know that that definitely that uh, that love is, is coming through on all different levels whether it be visual or auditory or kinesthetic is that that is what's going to keep it strong throughout that period especially if businesses gets a little bit rocky and so I've seen quite a lot of couples go through some major challenges with this crazy cycle and um, as I said, there's a lot of women now that are very, very empowered, that um, earn the majority of the income alone, that are able to be able to be self-sufficient, and yet still aren't satisfied um, that they've got it all right, um, not just in business, but in their relationships or, or um, you know, within their family life. And so what's important more than ever, I believe, is that it only takes one person to stop this crazy cycle from occurring. So it can just be you, there's the husband, that can basically you know, say, look, I love you for what you've done and how you're contributing. You're enough. There's not anything else we need to discuss here. or There's not anything else we need to talk about. You know, And usually that'll be respondent with a lot of tears. <laughs> and so you know, I know that um, for me, Just, you know, love is probably the one emotion that will break me down faster. Anger, frustration, um, any of that type makes me more defiant. It's usually when I'm feeling very stubborn and very stuck in my ways that, um, you know, somebody can show me some kind of affection or love that that's the thing that will dissolve me into tears and allow me to break through. And so I know that um, when we had our leisurely week and the men went away together and one of them was commenting that his wife had been crying a lot more since engaging in a coaching program. And, um, and Ken really encouraged it and said, you know what, the more Kate cries, the more money we make and uh, the more everything seems to speed on. But the challenge was is that every time that I cried, he felt in the beginning that he was to blame and that he was meant to fix it. And so it was causing a lot of pressure for him when I would cry, when actual fact, as he started to understand that he could just listen to me through the tears and not get too sucked into the words that I was saying, but just be there to support me, that often that would release the pressure and I'd get through whatever challenge that I'd get through and the result would be far better. And so, you know, as this pattern started to increase and to move forward, we actually found that as a couple that's generally what worked. The frustration might be coming even from Kent's side in terms of him not being clear of what he he was wanting in life and he's not feeling respected or or whatever, so he'd be withdrawing love. It would normally be me that would then um, get upset. And then that would break the back of the conversation enough for him to say, well, we're not getting any family time together. It's all work and no play or we're not able to communicate in an effective way or or whatever it was that was really truth that, um, that needed to come out. And so we could adjust and we could get out of that cycle and we could move forward to the next place and so I think that that's probably the most important thing is just recognizing that journey that you're on is going to keep on cycling um, you know around and around and so we'll normally find that you know this is so hardwired into us this withdrawal factor that if we don't feel that we've been you know given love um, in the appropriate way which we're going to go into later within this month is understanding that each of us express love in a totally different way as well so you know the first thing is is to acknowledge the fact of what areas do you have great respect um for the men that are in in your life and how can you show that respect more and then what areas do you feel a lack of respect in those areas and how can you communicate it in a way that's going to repair that relationship And so whether or not it's because, you know, I lack respect in in that supporting role, um, because I earn all of the money and therefore this is how I kind of see things. Um, And certainly if you're in a role reverse situation such as Kent and I, it can get awfully sticky at this part. And I do remember saying to him once, you know, if I was a prized racehorse, would you treat me this way? (laughs) And uh, he looked at me a bit strange. And I was like, well, you know, if you had a racehorse that was going to win the Melbourne Cup, how would you treat that racehorse? You'd probably get up in the morning, your first thought would be, gee, I wonder how it slept, you know, I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna feed it its breakfast and I'm gonna brush and I'm gonna make sure it gets its training and I'm gonna make sure that it gets the best amount of care and all that sort of thing. And so, you know, same thing women, if, if your man is your racehorse and he is achieving all of the goals and dreams, then how are you treating that racehorse do you make sure there's a meal on the table do you make sure there's food in the cupboard do you make sure that there's um, the appropriate amount of um, of support to ensure that top performance of that racehorse because certainly when you put it in that context you wouldn't expect a racehorse to come into the kitchen and cook its own oats okay you would take the oats to to the racehorse and so it was such a weird analogy as it came out of my mouth and yet really made sense to me was that you know sometimes I'm so focused in business I can't physically even think about the next meal that needs preparing or needs cooking I know that I'll probably be hungry but it's not certainly on one of my priorities of of something that needs to happen and so part of that support role is making sure that some things are all stacking up or or in order and so that um, you know the team can win you know, the big prize, whatever the big prize is in your goal setting or in your life. And so when you're understanding your rules of the game, there, here is where it's really important is that you understand what it is that makes you feel loved and what it is that makes you feel respected. And you need to communicate that and use the examples this week to be able to really hash that out and say, right, I've got clarity now. I absolutely Understand as we're working together. I have a tendency to withdraw respect when you say you're going to do things and there's no follow-through So therefore the best thing that we can do is have a to-do list that's duplicated And then we check in um, On Wednesday to see that everything's on track to achieve by Friday Whatever it is that you need in your communication to be able to keep things as smooth as possible. And that worked really well for us. We just went and got um, one of those basic invoice books from a newsagent that was a duplicate, and we wrote our to-do lists on that book. I carried the top half in my diary and Kent had the the back half. And so we always had written evidence that in our meeting on Monday, by the end of this week, this is what we would both committed to achieve for the household, for business, for whatever area of our life, And then we would commit to achieving those things and and start to earn trust um, within our relationship that we were going to um, fulfil each of those commitments. So really important just to get some basic systems and some structure so that you know where you stand. And then you can start to build on that and start to acknowledge each other in the right camps, whether that be respect or love, um, based on male and female so that you make sure that you're topping each other up and that you can go forward every single week and achieve those goals. So I wish you well with that exercise and, uh, and get really clear for yourself. If one, you're in a crazy cycle, do you need to stop it? That's what I'd recommend, just stop it. And then start to reverse the cycles, give more respect, which will add more love. So you can give more respect, so it will add more love and you'll start building from that base structure but definitely jump on that website it's hilarious how he talks about it he's just he's just explained it so well and he says that you know women see things with pink glasses and hear things with pink hearing aids whereas men have blue glasses and blue hearing aids and sometimes we're just on a totally different page and uh and i agree absolutely with everything that he talks about on that on that dvd because we just think wow he must have a camera in our house and he can hear our dialogue and understand that um you know what's going on in this crazy cycle so i hope you enjoyed uh that session and that it actually does apply uh this week and uh, certainly give us feedback have a great week